Jill, great to have you on today. We're watching a, a lot of action that's going on. What's uh, grabbing your attention? I know you've watched market yields on some of the bonds and the economic progress. Uh, last I heard, the Fed's not making any changes, right? There was some concern that they might taper back on the bond buying and things that they've been doing that obviously was a form of quantitative easing. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I would imagine that they're going to not make any major policy changes as we go through the transition uh, with the administration, work our way through this pandemic that we're dealing with and have not dealt with it that well. So hopefully uh, on the other side of this, once we get the vaccination logistics hammered out on a federal level, um, they'll be able to get some more visibility in terms of how the economy looks on the other side of this. And Nicole, I was thinking about this as I was listening to George when you and I spoke last Wednesday, January 6th at one o'clock, it's a very different conversation that we're having that flash forward in a week as you know, articles of impeachment were voted by the House for the second time, just as you signed on at one o'clock. So it's what a difference uh, a week makes. So I think you know the markets are certainly going to focus on what's happening in D.C., certainly through the transition on January 20, 20th, hoping that everything goes smoothly um, and peacefully. So I really think that's where the markets in the entire world are going to be focused, um, you know, just to see how this transition of power takes place. And to go back to what George was saying, with the tenure getting so much attention, well, the question is why, right? And Treasury yields hit two key levels the first week of 2021. The tenure moved above 1% for the first time since March 2020. And the tenure break-even inflation rate, a measure of Treasury market-implied inflation expectations, climbed above 2% for the first time since November 2018. That's why it's getting so much attention. Um, LPL financial analysts point out that 1% is still a low level for the 10-year note, but it's the velocity of the move higher that has been meaningful. So the question is, is that rate of growth sustainable, especially if foreign buyers come in more actively as yields move higher, considering there's negative rates everywhere else, right? So in addition to that, you have yeah. to think about Fed activity, a change in the economic outlook or stock market volatility could all change the path of rates. So as you mentioned before, I don't think we'll see anything out of the Fed in the near term, but certainly they're going to be monitoring that. Yeah, last I heard from Brainerd, uh, some reports saying that it, basically they're going to stand pat, at least for now. Um, something else that's grabbing our attention on a constant basis are the EV stocks in the fast lane. I saw another one today that I never really followed. Go EV, G-O-E-V, um, has surged. And they were talking about the Apple car in particular, along with that one. Obviously, Tesla has been a clear winner. Neo has been jumping. It's been referred to as the new Tesla. Um, what do you think is going on here? Here with these EV names? You know, it's so interesting, uh, GOEV, it's like these different kinds of EV stocks. It's like the flavor of the week, flavor of the day. And that certainly, since the overnight last night, has uh, certainly been making the rounds with traders. But, you know, as you said, EV stocks are in the fast lane, firing in all cylinders, which is a bit tongue-in-cheek considering you associate cylinders with combustion vehicles. But there's just, you know, everything's happening within this space that, that looks positive for the longer term. You know, Baidu's entering the market, GM at CES, their announcements were a huge success. And if you look at it more holistically, think about it. Stricter fuel emission standards are in play, expanding tax-based incentives for EV buyers, and the rollout of more vehicle charging stations under a supportive incoming Biden administration should only accelerate support for the group. If you take a look at an ETF like Global XDRIV, yeah. the listers are uh, pretty clever when it comes to their ticker symbols. That even outperformed the NASDAQ 100 in 2020. Uh, so, you know, even if you look at the ETFs, if you're not sure which specific stock you want to get into and you want to eliminate that concentration risk, there's a number of ETFs out there that are certainly outperforming other areas of technology. Um, and I also think it's interesting when we talk about the oil and energy 
trade, right? I mean, you know, best levels in, in 10 months, and we understand that demand might be coming back near term on the horizon once we get to the other side of the pandemic. But when you think about it from a longer term investment with the auto trucking and logistics industries increasingly transitioning to EV, Longer term, when you think about that, where's the opportunity? So I think um, there's some head scratching going on why oil has made the move that it has. Um, you know, while we're seeing traditional industries constantly moving over to the EV side.